Hey, what's going on everybody and welcome to The Drive. This is Mike in Mobile, Alabama and I'm currently driving to work at 7.58 a.m. in the morning on Monday morning and uh, we've been going through 1st and 2nd Timothy and now I'm on to Titus. I was looking at chapter 2 and looking at verse 1 which is pretty awesome. Um, I mean all scripture is awesome but something that just kind of jumped out at me uh, and again, now Paul is writing this letter to Titus, and again, just encouraging, exhorting, lifting up, uh, discipling, and one of the things that he says in chapter 2 of Titus, verse 1, he says, but as for you, speak things which are proper for sound doctrine. Speak things which are proper for sound doctrine. In other, word, uh, in other words, don't say a bunch of things that are heretical or blasphemous. <laughs> you know, stick to the truth. Preach the word, as we looked, he wrote to Timothy. Preach the word. The unadulterated, undefiled word of God. The pure word of God. Speak those things which are proper for sound doctrine. Sound doctrine is such a must in today's day, especially in a day where churches will just preach whatever. Whatever the people want to hear. You know, if you want to grow your church big, then you stray away from the truth and just say what you want to say to make people feel good. Uh, but that is not the way to do church, right? I mean, uh, we preach the truth, the whole counsel of God, like it says in uh, towards the end of Acts, like Paul said. Um, we stick to the truth no matter what. Uh, so he says, make sure the things that you're speaking, make sure you're letting people know about sound doctrine. Like that's what it's about. That's what leads to spiritual growth. Sound doctrine leads to spiritual growth. And then he starts talking about conduct. He talks about the older men be sober, reverent, temperate. The women, likewise, be reverent behavior, not slanders, um, teaching good things. You know, it just goes down there and it, it sort of gives a list. And, and uh, they're really, these are qualities um, of a sound church, you know, a church that sticks to the truth uh, and doesn't stray away with or from lies. And, uh, and I love it. So, Preach, teach, speak sound doctrine and make sure that your life lines up with it. You know, instead of just being a Sunday Christian, you're an everyday believer. You know, you're, you're following the Lord and you're uh, seeking God. You're pursuing Him every single day on a consistent basis. Not just on the weekends, not just when you feel good or not just when you're going through trials, but all the time. Like, He is your life. And how many of us know that our actions need to line up with uh, the truth, the commands from God's Word? And, you know, God doesn't give us commands so He can be overpowering. He gives us commands to help us stay on track, to assist us in staying the course to make sure that we're walking in a godly fashion, right? That's why. He's not trying to hinder our fun. He's not trying to stop us from being free. It's exactly the opposite. Because we know as believers that living this life as a Christian is a blessing. It's amazing. 
And so we want to make sure that we're teaching truth and that we're living out truth. Now, some would say, well, you're imperfect. You mess up. Yeah, that's true. You are right. We all mess up, right? We all sin. We all stumble. We're in a fallen world in these bodies of flesh, and the enemy wants to take us down, right? But still, we're pursuing the Lord. We're seeking to grow and flourish in the faith, and that's the difference. Yes, we are imperfect people, but we're serving a God who is absolutely perfect, and we're looking to Him for help through it all depending upon him uh, him surrendering to him through it all and that's the difference that's the difference because when you look to people you're just going to be like well why would God allow that to happen why would I want to be a Christian when that person messes up they're not perfect but then there's the other spectrum where people are like, well, you're holier. You think you're holier than thou. You think you're perfect. No, I'm a sinner just like you. Sinner saved by grace. But it all comes down to just being biblical, being biblicists, looking at the Bible and seeing what it says and then enacting what it says, living out what the Lord commands, right? And that's what it's about. And he will give us strength in order to live these things out. So when we preach truth, we'll be able to follow it up with action. Right? Oftentimes those who are idle for, you know, they're in the Lord, but they're idle. Man, they're not doing any work for the Lord. And they're kind of putting down those who are actually doing something for God. And it, it reminds me of Nehemiah. We're going through chapter 4 right now in the men's group. You know, we're going to do the second half of chapter 4 tonight. And it's all about this opposition that is continually against Nehemiah and his workers. And what's funny is that uh, you see these people criticizing and mocking and laughing at them. They don't like the Jews. They don't like Nehemiah trying to help the Jews and build this wall of protection. Uh, but you see, you don't see them be productive. They're just trying to break down what God is building up. But I love it because Nehemiah and his men, they had a mind to work, and they weren't going to let these guys break down the work that God was building up. And it's the same with us. God's building us up. People may try to break us down. That's their one maybe that may, that may be like their one goal in life they're like well I'm not doing anything work for the Lord well my work for the Lord is to make sure they know they're wrong you know that's not that's not a gift from God um, but Nehemiah he didn't let anything stop him from continuing in the work of God and doing what the Lord wanted him and his men to do right there was discouragement even on the inside when people were buying into the doubt and they were like, well, yeah, maybe the, the, you know, the mockers are right. Like, this wall isn't going to be strong. It's not going to be fortified. Uh, what if it doesn't, you know, what if they attack us? What if this? What if that? But, you know, Nehemiah didn't have any of it. He's like, we're going to keep building. We're doing what God called us to do, period. And they're the ones, that group, they were the ones who got God's work done. And the mockers, even till the very end when the wall was finished, they kept mocking, but I love what it says, like it came to nothing. <laughs> it 
It came to nothing. Because God was still working. When God calls you to something, He's going to equip you for it and give you the strength to follow through. What a blessing. What a blessing. So I love what Paul wrote to, to Titus. You know, speak things proper for sound doctrine and live them out. Praise God. Well, God bless you guys. Hope you have a good rest of your Monday. And we'll talk to you tomorrow.